Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode is all about the younger self. Do you ever sit back and think, God, I wish I could go back in time and do such and such differently? I know that I've had that thought so many times, although I understand that all of those hard lessons and mishaps happened for a reason. I know that it was all part of the journey, and I also know that I wouldn't be who I am today had I not had all of those experiences. The one thing that I felt for most of my adult years was that I was meant to teach younger people and to help them to make wise choices, choices that I wish that I could have made, again, even knowing that I was meant for those lessons, but also wishing that I had listened more to my intuition. Having a preteen and teenager and watching them go through similar adolescent emotions, as well as all of my friends' children's going through the same things, has really sparked a need for me to do an episode that may help to heal the inner child within us, but also to help anyone out there with children, teens, or young adults. So maybe you have a friend with kids that needs to hear this, or a young niece or nephew, or even your own children. Really, this is an episode with advice from up above, but also from my life's lessons that may just help someone else. If you have listened to my previous podcast episodes, you would have heard that I had had a very traumatic childhood, and that lasted right up until my 20s. Life was really complicated for me, and I struggled with addiction, self-hate, insecurity, and depression. I allowed others' opinions of me to define who I was, and that was how I had such low self-esteem and self-worth. I believed it when I was told that I wasn't good enough. Not only was I told that by my parents, but children at school contributed to that as well. You know, those kids that say things to you that just hurt you so badly and it sticks with you for a very long time. I let those words eat me apart. And if I could go back in time, I would tell my younger self that those people were projecting their own hurt onto me and not to take what they said to heart. Really? There's so many things that I wish that I knew back then, and because I can't go back in time and change any of it, I can at least try to help the younger people to learn from my past and my past mistakes. So I've been sitting here thinking of exactly what I would like to share and what I think would actually help. So I guess I'm just going to go with what comes to mind. All right, I guess I'm going to take you back to my younger years and to explain a little bit about how I was back then. So I was always that shy and somewhat introverted person, and I was the one who was a follower, but truly actually wanted to be a leader. And so because of that, I allowed everyone to push me around, and I never, ever spoke up for myself. I said yes when I meant to say no, and I was afraid that if I spoke up, I wouldn't be liked. I think a lot of us feel that. So for the first piece of advice to not only my younger self, but to the younger people listening would be this. Speak up for yourself. It's okay to say no and not be liked because not everyone is going to like you and that is perfectly okay. You don't always need to please everyone because when you do things that you don't necessarily want to do, you end up becoming resentful, unhappy, and maybe even regretful or all of the above. I think as kids or teens, we all just try to fit in and by saying yes, we end up full of regret as an adult or at least that's how I felt Again, even knowing that I was supposed to go through all those experiences. I wish that I would have stood up and said no, that I didn't want to do that and had that voice. I wish that I could have stood my ground and not done things just because I was afraid I wouldn't be liked. I think this fear does carry on into adulthood as well. 
So think about that. If we had just spoken up as a child or teen, we probably would have a much easier time to say no nowadays. I've really only learned to say no to things in my 40s, and I'm getting quite good at it, but I wish that I would have been like this for my entire life. But all of you younger people, you can start now and speak up for yourselves. And if you are an adult listening to this, it is never too late to start now as well. Now, the second thing that I feel is important, and I wish that I could tell my younger self, is not to fall into peer pressure. You know, I look back on my teen years and I think of all the stupid choices that I made because I felt that I had to keep up with what others did to be popular. I wish that I would have said no to getting in the car with that friend who was driving while intoxicated. And by the grace of God, I made it through so many, so many close calls. But I'm here to talk about it today and hopefully help others to make good choices. I feel it's really important to have a voice and not feel pressured into doing things that you don't want to do. It's perfectly okay to decline that drink or that drug. A good friend will never, ever make you do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. The third thing that I wish that I knew back then was that 20 to 30 years after high school, none of those bullies or mean people were ever going to matter. As a young adult, we tend to care so much about what people think of us, and as we get older, we carry forward that fear. We then start to worry about what everyone thinks of us at our jobs or our inner circles and basically everyone that surrounds us. Only a few years ago did I stop worrying about what people thought of me. I've learned that we are always going to be judged in some way or another, so why not go ahead and do what makes you happy anyways? Be who you want to be. Those people that may have picked on you growing up, well, where are they in your lives now? Non-existent, right? So for the younger crowd, remember this. That person you think matters so much today that you are wanting and hoping for their approval, you want them to like you and hope that they will be your friend, well, trust me, years later and you will barely remember their name. Everyone comes into your life to teach you something, and you will never have to prove your worth to a true friend. So starting now, ask the universe to bring you trustworthy and kind friends. Accept nothing less. And the fourth thing is the one thing that I didn't have to deal with in my younger years, but I feel it's absolutely crucial in this day and age, and that is social media. What you see on social media is so far from everyone's truth, so please, please stop comparing yourself to others who you believe have the perfect bodies, hair, boyfriends, houses, lives, etc. No one's life is ever perfect, and you are only seeing what they want you to see. You are not seeing the truth. Also, please be aware that what you put is on the internet. Once it is out there, it is out there. And trust me, you don't want to regret what you posted someday. Just try to be really mindful of your choices. People in my age group, we always say how grateful we are that none of our craziness was ever captured online, and we mean that. And the final piece of advice that I would love to give is that our intuition is the greatest gift that we could ever have, and that it's so important to trust that gut feeling. I look back and can now remember that the warnings and gut feelings were always there. I just didn't know how to trust it. I remember one particular situation that I really do feel like I should share. And let me tell you, this is not an easy one for me to talk about. But if I can try to help others, I have to always be as honest as I can be. 
and I hope that by sharing this story, it will make all of you more aware of how important it is to listen to your intuition. This story is for everyone, not just the younger ones. In other episodes, I have talked about living in Costa Rica and how much I love it there. It's a place that I consider to be home. But many years ago, when I was 19 and my family and I had moved there, something very awful happened to me. I thought about sharing my story many times since I have started this podcast, but each time I was afraid to. Afraid of who would end up hearing this, maybe family, maybe good friends that don't know about it. Fear of many things stopped me until now. I feel it is finally time for me to talk about it because maybe it will help you, your daughter, your niece, your sister, your aunt, your cousin, your mother, your friend, or even any of the males in your life. So here goes. When I was 19, I felt that I had already lived a lifetime with all of my crazy life experiences, and living in Costa Rica with my family and feeling very comfortable there made me almost feel invincible. I walked everywhere, day and night, and I did feel very at home. I knew so many people in town and I felt safe. I had had many friends and I would walk to and from town alone at night to go to the discotheque. My favorite thing to do was to go dancing. I had learned how to dance salsa, merengue, and cumbia, and I loved it so much that all I wanted to do was go dancing every single night. But on the walk to the bar every night, I walked by this particular home, and this one guy was always sitting on his patio, and he would stare me down each time. I tried not to look at him because every time I did, my skin would crawl, and I would get this really, really sick feeling in my stomach. I would just feel so queasy. And at the time, I wasn't really aware that my guides were trying to warn me about him. I just knew that I needed to be afraid of him. It was the way that he looked at me. It was almost like a feeling of being lustful, but in an evil way. I just knew that he wanted more from me. So there was this girl that I had made friends with, and she lived really close to my house. She would often go dancing with me and come over a lot. I should have trusted my intuition about her because several times I would go to her house and I would find many of my things there, none of which I had lent her. She was stealing from me. But you know, back then I was just so naive and happy to have a friend in another country. Anyways, one night she asked me to go to the disco and of course I was so happy to go and dance my heart out. So off we went. And I remember even exactly what I wore that night, even down to my jewelry. When we got to the club, I remember seeing that guy there, and I also remember her saying hi to him and acknowledging him. And my inner radar was going off, but I went against my gut feeling. So we ordered some drinks, and I clearly remember taking a sip and then putting it back on the table, and off we went dancing. And so we would go back and have a few sips here and there in between songs. I was having a great time, and we hadn't even been there long, maybe less than an hour. But what happened next is rather a blur. I vaguely remember her and I going into a taxi, and from there, I completely blacked out. I woke up the next morning, in her bed, at her apartment. Apparently, she had told my parents that I had wanted to stay over that night, which I didn't. Um, And so I stood up, and I realized that I had my dress around my waist, and I felt as if I had been beaten up. It was in that moment that I had realized that I had been drugged and raped. I found out later that she was a former prostitute and her and that guy were in cahoots together. I don't have any memory of what happened that night after getting into that taxi. 
I don't know, and I will never know, how many people assaulted me. And many years later, an angel in disguise in Costa Rica told me randomly one day that she had also been gang raped, and that they may have had her body, but not her soul. Those simple words have helped me to heal, and also those words are words that I use when I work with someone who has also been assaulted. Costa Rica, up until the drugging, was my sanctuary. It was a safe place for me, and that next morning, I woke up with tears in my eyes and a pain in my soul that was so deep, but I decided that no one, no one was going to take that feeling from me. I would make it a safe place once again, and I did, hence why I always go back there and I call it my second home. And now looking back to all of the red flags, they were all there. And I wanted to share this story with all of you, even as difficult as it is, because I believe that it may help someone out there to do things differently than I did. To all the young adults and teens listening, this message is for you. To all of the adults going out and partying with your friends, this is also for you. Never, ever leave your drink unattended. Never accept a drink from someone that you don't know. You may be flattered, but in a split second, your life could change forever. Always trust your intuition. If something doesn't feel right, then it isn't. Also, pay attention to those red flags and warnings. They are always there. Our job is just to listen to them. Sharing that personal trauma was not easy at all for me. Even a lot of my very good friends don't know that this happened to me. It's not something that I ever really want to talk about, but today I've been guided to share my story because every ounce of my being knows that it's going to help someone, maybe even many people, and as I sit here with tears in my eyes, I feel an incredible sense of purpose. I'm not crying because of what was done to me. I'm crying because I know that I'm not the only one who has gone through something like this. And I'm crying because I know that those words that that angel in disguise said to me is going to help someone to heal. I'm also crying because I know that some young adult or adult is going to remember my story and make a better choice in their life. I had to go take a little break to collect myself. And as I sat there contemplating if this was the right story to share, I came back, hit record, and I look at the timestamp, and it was 1444. So that was my sign that I am doing what they want me to do, and it is the right thing. So I want to leave you all with this today. I'm sure there's so many of us that wish we could go back in time and do things differently, but we wouldn't be who we are today had we not gone through each and every experience. But what we can do is teach the younger ones to make good choices. Be honest with them and let them know the hardships we have gone through so that they can hopefully think twice about making a certain decision for their lives. And to the younger ones that may be listening today, please, please trust that inner gut feeling. You know that sick, uneasy feeling you get in your stomach? Well, that's how our intuition works. That's the feeling that something is off and you need to trust the warning. If you don't have a good feeling about someone, something, or a situation, your angels and guides will try to warn you by giving you that icky feeling, and all you have to do is listen. 
I wish that someone would have told me about intuition when I was younger, but that wasn't my path. But I'm here telling you now, and I hope that you can go and make good choices and decisions based on your gut feelings. It becomes easy to do with practice, and it is never too late to start. And for the ones that have old pain and trauma from past decisions, forgive yourself. You were doing the very best that you could have at the time, and you would not be who you are today without those experiences. Take only the lessons and leave all the rest behind. So I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast, and I'm going to leave you all with these simple words in case you have been violated, abused, assaulted, or raped. They may have had your body, but they didn't have your soul. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on social media on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages Podcast and on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages Podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.